I was like, today's um, amazing. I've just been to the beach, been for a swim, and then I get back and I'm looking at some motherfuckers on jet skis. I'm like, oh, I don't have jet skis. <laughs> Look at them motherfuckers on jet skis. <laughs> There's a comparison of the theft of joy, you know. Famous. That's what I felt like last mm. year. I was like, this is so shit. And I was happy, mainly happy for the because the people that I know and stuff that I follow on Instagram, like uh, this one guy called Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Not for radio, summer edition. Or winter edition, if you listen to On the other side of the planet. Thank you for joining us. So, I thought for Boxing Day, we could uh, have a wee gander at the history of Boxing Day. Mm. Do you you know why it's called Boxing Day? Absolutely no idea, Duncan. Please do enlighten me. So, this name comes from... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, he's the opposite to you. You try and be all regal. Uh, the name comes from a time when the rich <laughs> used to box up gifts to give to the poor. Wouldn't that be nice if that was still the case? I think it's fucking ridiculous. We don't. You've got. I mean, the amount of shit at your house and my house. Oh, mate. Like, like I've got the worst garage creep going on at my place. I said I was going to get to it by this time of the holidays. I haven't quite got to it, but so you clean it up and then. It, it's like cancer of the, a garage. Everything just creeps into the middle. Mm. What we've done is we've basically, uh, at the end of last year, prior to Christmas, uh, spent a week just thinning out every wardrobe in the house. Ours, I mean, in terms of mine, my wives, the kids, and uh, a whole bunch of our, a whole bunch of stuff out of the multiple storage units that we currently rent per week and fucking never visit. <laughs> Such a shit human. Oh, mate. Fucking <laughs> absolute capitalist pig at its best. <laughs> so um, Jay would be one of the rich people um, in the olden days in this particular scenario, and he would then um, box up these presents and give them to the servants, and Boxing Day would be a day off for the servants, um, and they would receive the Christmas box from their master's, so you would have servants, you would be the master, Jay. Uh, Fuck, isn't that a terrifying thought? And then the servants would then go home on Boxing Day to give their Christmas boxes to their families and then share a bit of uh, Christmas love. Uh, now, Rich, it's all about fucking doubling down on the Boxing Day sales and keeping it all for yourself. <laughs> 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 We've completely fucked that one up yeah, some, now, somewhere along the way. Now what happens is uh, as stores go... Uh, mu- <laughs> the Three days before Christmas, fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, two days before Christmas, fifty nine ninety nine. Day before Christmas, fifty nine ninety nine. Christmas shop shut. Boxing Day, Boxing Day sale was one seventy down to fifty nine ninety nine. Fuck, I'll take it, mate. Ain't that the truth? They, they... Do you know how many people I know get either cash or Prezi cards for um for Boxing Day sales? To go down, so they're like, you're getting nothing for Christmas, but here's a whole stockpile of cash that you can just go and fight everybody else with on Boxing Day to get some cheaper deals I've and make it go further. I've never once purchased anything on a Boxing Day sale, and I don't plan to. It's like the last place I'd. I don't even want to be operating around shops, or I mean, I'll be on my phone or whatever, see whatever else is up to. And even that, have you noticed this happens over the summer break? You st- you're having a great time. You've worked all year. You're getting some time off. And whether if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, then maybe it's just the stat days or whatever. But you start you look at Instagram, and all of a sudden you start comparing your holiday to other people's holidays, and you don't actually feel that good about your holiday. This happened to me last year. I just fucking got off my phone, eh? Yeah, I'm going to pretty much fuck my like, phone off oh. as soon as I leave. I was like, today's um, amazing. I've just been to the beach, been for a swim, and then I get back and I'm looking at some motherfuckers on jet skis. I'm like, oh, I don't have jet skis. <laughs> look at them motherfuckers on jet skis. <laughs> 
There's a comparison as the theft of joy, you know. That's famous. what I felt like last mm. year. I was like, this is so shit. And I was happy, mainly happy for the because the people that I know and stuff that I follow on Instagram, like uh, there's one guy called Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, nah, you know, but so I, just, I don't even know whether I'm awake or not because I'm fucking living the dream. <laughs> but yeah, I just found it's something to be weary of anyway. Summertime with Jay and Dunk. So I thought we could chat about, um, you know, being that yesterday was Christmas Day, we had a day off for Christmas Day. Look, surprise, we don't mm. work that hard. Crazy. Very hard though, back here on Boxing Day. Um, so what was your favourite Christmas growing up? And this might be hinged, and it's probably going to be hinged on an amazing present you got. Uh, well, uh, no, I don't think it would have been. Uh, there would be a couple of moments that really stick out for me. The first one was uh, the first one was a Christmas at the farm where I got a big BMX. So it would have been maybe Sick. 10. So it was the big wheel BMX, not yeah. the little wheel BMX, like one of those ones you could go fucking a million miles an hour for. And our house was at the top of a hill and the cow shed was at the bottom. And I think I've told this story before, but we're not allowed to open our presents until Dad got home from finishing milking in the mornings. And so... What time do you get home? Like 9 o'clock, 8.30? Uh, yeah, 8.30, 9 o'clock. He'd Fuck, get up, that's a, such a long way. He would get up extra early because you couldn't really get it done any quicker. I probably could have if we all fucking pulled finger and went and helped him, but we just chose to sit there staring at the Christmas trees, salivating, waiting for him to get home. Uh, and so I, I, this was one present I got to basically tear down and show, you know, like show them how appreciative I was. And so I went whistling down the. This is the first time I'd ever had anything other than kickback breaks. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so I went fucking tearing down the hill towards him, and he was hosing down the yard. I went fucking whistling past the dog kennels and fucking full noise, like a fucking comet coming into, you know, the orbit, the atmosphere, just fucking ready to go. Is this in the Arvo or have you opened First it? thing in the morning. So you've seen the bite, you're like, that's fucking mine, I'm opening it I've early. got to go down and show Dad this. So yeah. I went whistling off over the cattle shops and went tearing down this hill and he looked up just as I went to just pull up and do one of the best skids that a fucking movie skid ever was, you know, big lock up in the back and then just slide up right next to the yards and just fucking whip the tail in and give him a thumbs up and go, Dad, you're the fucking man, cheers for getting me this Christmas present. What happened? Anchored the brakes. They only had a front brake, and I just fucking went straight over handlebars and cartwheeled. Human scorpion fucking basically <laughs> slid up to the couch. You'd fucked. It's so sick. Yeah, so that'd be probably one of the that'd best. That was the best present you could have given your old boy. Yeah. That year. And the other one was the other one was being in the states and having Christmas in the states with my kids when they were really little. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because we had like a white Christmas in Mammoth, and then uh, ended up going to San Diego and having like Where's a beach Mammoth? Christmas. Uh, north of North of California. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, up the mountains. It's fucking cool. Very cool. You have one dollar beers before you go skiing in the morning. It's sick. It's cheaper to drink beers than it is to drink coffee. Well, fuck it. I'll take a beer then. What have you told me about this place? It's, it's, like, it's fucking, fucking heaven. You say heaven exists on earth. <laughs> yeah. I'll quit my fucking job. <laughs> oh, mate, if I lived go in the States. Go and and steal every second one. I would be fucked if we lived in the States. They do everything like over the. I remember going there and having bottomless coffee for the first time. Mm. And I had like fucking eight coffees and I was like, "Ring a ding ding, here we go." Drink it till you shit yourself. What about you? Um, so funnily enough, mine actually involves the BMX as well. There's a couple of moments. I'll tell a smaller one first though. Um, so I have. We used to go to a family batch in Golden Bay, which is a, beside a mean beach down there. It's where we got married. And I specifically remember all the cousins, there's like 13 cousins, and they would sit at these separate tables, normally outside because we'd drop shit, and the parents would be just inside through the ranch slider. And, you know, eventually um, dessert gets served up, and my cousin Morgan annoyingly would take fucking ages to eat his dessert every year. Like, he'd just sit there, he'd be like 20 minutes, 25 minutes, saving every last mouthful of his ice cream. 
and it was a bit of a running joke. Like we'd hover ours and would be f- fucked off doing something else. And then this particular year, Morgan's there and he's about to have his ice cream. And I'm sitting there like, fuck, here we go. This will be the longest 25 minutes of, uh, of the year again. And Morgan drops his plate <laughs> all over the stinking hot deck. I love how this is a highlight for you, you miserable fuck. And it fucking melts into warp speed. He's on the ground. Can't even pick it up before it's liquid. It back up and we're all just losing our shit laughing at big morgues. Um, so I really enjoyed that. <laughs> It's a fucking old oh, Grinchy. And then another year, um, I thought I got a bit short-changed, and we're at the batch again, um, Golden Bay, and um, I thought I got a bit short-changed on the presents. I sort of iron up both of my sisters what they got, and, and I was like, fuck. You're crunching the numbers on that. You're like, fuck, there's 120 bucks in each one of those, and I'm running fucking 50 tops here. What the fuck? Yeah, I sort of knew something must be up, and then I didn't notice it, but there was a, sh- a piece of string that had been tied to the bottom of um, the Christmas tree. And uh, at the end, uh, I was sort of looking around and Dad's like, you're not happy or something? (laughs) (laughs) Of course I'm not fucking happy. (laughs) (laughs) And then he points out the string at the bottom of the the Christmas tree and had to follow it, it's a two-story house, follow it down the stairs, across the driveway, up the back to the Scotty fucking woodshed that used to be a long drop. And then I was like, what am I going in here for? This is fucking, I don't want to go in there. There's fucking some there's spiders and shit in there. You've been sold. And then that's, uh, I got in there and that's where my buddy BMX was, the big wheel one like you had. And I remember hustling down the road the first time I got there. That was magic. Yeah. I think, and I think uh, it might have been the year before I got the uh, Struggle Street version of a remote control car, which is a corded one. <laughs> And only turns one way. Yeah, in reverse. Yeah, so you got to do a fucking 700-point Austin Powers-style turn to get it going any other way. What about your favourite Christmas dish? What do you have yesterday? What's the family signature dish? Uh, we've got, we've got, uh, we normally have like a massive, massive scotch fillet, like a whole scotch fillet. Bear in mind, Clutch. so I've got, uh, I've got my family, my wife's family, so we've got my in-laws as well as my parents and it's at my sister's place, and we also have her in-laws. So a very, very tight family. So there's basically three different families that sort of converge, and then there's me and my two sisters, uh, their partners, all of our kids that go with it. And you know, and then um, my wife's parents, where brother when he's in the, in the country, and then my brother-in-law's brother and all his kids. And that, like it's quite a big, quite a big fear. And so there's this delicious uh, full scotch fillet. My brother-in-law, Jimmy's barbecue fucking wizard. He's the low and slow king. So he normally does that and does some ribs, which is sick. And then what's become the fan favorite Mm -hmm. uh, over recent years is my fucking tomato salad. It is fucking out the gate. So this, bear with me. It sounds shit. But friends of mine, if you're probably in the- Can I be honest? I wanted to write it off straight away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mate, you fucking wait. I'll bring. I'll bring. Is this some the in. mozzarella one? Yeah. So yeah. So it has uh, has sort of torn mozzarella through it, but it's these massive heirloom tomatoes that are friends of ours um, the grow at this I've place called heirloom. Big, ugly fuck is that? Yeah, those are them, and they are. People think of a tomato salad and they go, "Oh man, I've had tomatoes. Tomatoes are shit." Yes, they are shit. If they're mass grown, fucking hydroponic pieces of shit, then they more than likely are. Mm. These things are heirloom tomatoes. These things taste like nothing you've ever had before. Uh, and they're unreal. Real, like the best um, olive oil that I can get my hands on, which happened to be JK's olive oil, um, John Kerwin's olive oil that he does, which is f- might like once again, you go, olive oil, give a shit. Get a good one, fuck me, you'll notice the difference. Yeah. Balsamic, little pesto on the bottom, torn up basil, 
um, and some and yeah, and some buffalo mozzarella, and it's delicious. So it's fucking outrageous. I got two boxes this year, which is about fifteen kilos of tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, and you reckon your family will eat all that? Oh mate, fuck, they'll be done tomorrow, day after. Get them. I pick them up on the twenty third, and they're generally gone by New Year's easily. Holy shit! Yeah, you have them on I feel everything. Like, I feel like that's a nice sort of semi, like a lighter dish. Like you need that after like all the feasting, like something yeah. a, bit, a bit lighter. Um, mine's the complete fucking opposite. Mine's not sort of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking chubby cousin's ice cream on the deck again. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, so um, Auntie Ron always made, and I took on um, the job of doing it this year because she wasn't there. Um, the it's basically you buy three tubs of ice cream, like <laughs> mean ice creams, and then you semi melt it, and then you put say, and this takes a little while to do. So the first, say for example, it's ho- hokey pokey or chocolate ice cream on the bottom yeah. layer, and then you buy your favorite chocolate bar and cut it up in chunks and then you put it in and then you freeze that layer and then you go again with another chocolate bar and another ice cream so it seems she's got the most outraged fucking fully loaded ice cream of all time and the, it's epic wow I haven't fucked it? one up yet either because sometimes when you freeze you just gotta it you melt it and yeah, refreeze it yeah but if you get it too far past then it gets uh, it gets fucking ice in it and yes. then it tastes like shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah there's nothing worse that. and then normally as well what we uh, what normally do is add some uh, fresh berries to the top one which is normally like a french vanilla just yeah, to take ease off the sweetness of the other layers <laughs> eh <laughs> just to make sure that you don't lose both your feet in one summer from diabetes did I tell you about the time I got gout did you get gout as well? Fuck! It was I was so hard to get. Like the I disease was, of kings. Um, this is again at the batch, and um, we'd been fucking feasting. We'd been fishing every day and getting scallops and shit. And I was like eating basically nothing but red meat, which is terrible for it. Uh, seafood's even worse. I was eating shitloads of seafood, and basically binge drinking every day. Yeah. And after uh, I think it was eleven days of doing that. Then I woke up in the middle of the night and my toe was super sore. It was rubbing against my sheet and I felt those fucking lightning going through my nerves. I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> and then did some Googling and then sure enough, I had fucking gout. <laughs> you look into the mirror and you've got a tan line under your bitch tits and you're like, what the fuck has happened? <laughs> hey, I got that. I got that. I had to work so hard to get it. Some people like genetically... Um, some races get it real easy compared to others. Yeah, we used to wear this uh, the restaurant that Al Brown's got here called Depot, and uh, it was Jerome Kana's favourite joint to hit. And he'd often like tag me in, and we'd go along, and he would literally sit there and pull out the pa- out of his pocket one of those packs of pills, whatever they're called, which are basically they work. Yeah, they got to take them for life. <laughs> yeah, and he just pour like a like in the movies, you know, pour a handful into their hands, like people that are on oxy's or whatever, <laughs> and just fucking smash them all into his face and crunch them all up. And he's like, "Fucking radio, Al, I want everything that's." on the ice there every single thing there's fucking three dozen oysters and tour tours and cockles and everything's like the fucking lot on the table let's go mate and just sit there buff the whole lot I'm like no wonder you need that like you just have no. you've got no stop button he should have I mean he's not very well prepared I would have expected a former all black great to be a little bit more organised <laughs> he's better off taking that the day before you don't want to take it just as you go in because it can still bite you if you haven't yeah. kept on top of well, it he's, he's doubling down he reckons it's almost like um, an acidity regulator and then when he got to, when he got over to France and I said to him fuck how's, how's the gouty toe and he was like uh, not, not as much seafood here so I'm sweet because he was inland but he was like this is the sort of spread we've got now and it's basically like Fucking rich pork, heaps of cheese. <laughs> You're fucked, or you can do it again. <laughs> sure enough, <laughs> idiot. Do you know? What I, I mean, I, you, I'll, I'll tell the listener right now because uh, we do a trip 
to one of the um, Pacific Islands through work this year was at Fiji, and um, I had super bad heartburn after a couple of a couple of big nights. My mate um, Naked Daz had um, been struggling with his heartburn and mm. been to quite a lot of specialists and stuff, and they were thinking about um, operating him like on, on his esophagus. It's not uncommon to do. Yeah, so he was staring down the barrel of that, and they were trying to get on top of it. And then they, one of the drugs that they can give you if you suffer from real bad heartburn is actually a chemo drug. Yeah, so you have it when you're going through chemotherapy. Odensetron. Yeah, forget. I don't know what it was, but he came out, and this is like day three of a bender. And I was like, man, I'm battling with heartburn. I'm not too quite sure how I'm going to start again here. Um, we'll continue on, and he was like, "Yeah, oh, mate, this will knock it on the head." Gave it to me. Didn't even fucking touch his sides, eh? <laughs> Nothing. I was Didn't like, that? "Yeah," and I knew that's when I knew I was in deep. Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, I think I started on pina coladas. My go-to is a pina colada." Yeah, we. <laughs> um, yeah, that was. A, I was at a stag do too, but a whole bunch of young bucks, and I was like, "Ah, well, this is admittedly off the back of a week-long trip to Vanuatu, and then prior to that, three weeks in Japan for the World Cup." I don't know Cup, that, so how you fucked. didn't die after that. I know. I actually, a don't sweepstake on that. Anyway, I was. I was basically my insides were torched, like I just poured lava down my neck, and uh, that's the thing. I was like, smashing through the tums and the quickies and the old gavies, and everyone's like, "Why haven't that you fucking old cunt?" I was like, "You just wait, you young fucks. When you get to my age, you drunk as much piss as I have." You'll hurt, you'll hurt. And now this year, because it's, you know, what, we're three, four years down the track, mm. and they're the same age, they're like, oh, Ravesy Clutch play on the Tums. Oh, I rip through a pack every weekend now. <laughs> <laughs> you have two options, drink less piss or eat Tums. I legit remember being younger and seeing old people with quickies and be like, yeah. why the fuck do people need those? Yeah. That's so bizarre. And it's only an old person thing. It's because what you've done is you've abused your body so much that it's now got, it builds up too much acid, and as soon as you start to drink piss, it panics and, and cooks you from the inside as a defense mechanism. So what you want to do is, uh, as a mixer for your alcohol, use crushed up quickies <laughs> with your vodka. <laughs> Better live in everyone. Uh, have a rip. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> off you fuck. <laughs> have a ripping rest of your day. We'll be back in tomorrow with another summer edition of Not For Radio. Jay and Dunk's summer of Not For Radio.